Welcome to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Fivoli, Staff Actuary, Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. In today's episode, we will once again be speaking to a CIA member that has moved over into what we would call a non-traditional role. Nancy Hudson is an FCIA and currently works as Vice President, Operations Strategy and Support at Canada Life. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Chris. So to start off, maybe just tell us a bit about your actuarial career that led up to your current role. So I've been working for 25 years. Yikes. I'm not really sure I like saying that out loud. (laughs) My early years were in pension consulting. So I followed the pension track when I did my exams. That was probably the most technical actuarial role of my career. I followed a pretty non-traditional path from, from then on. I moved into insurance in 2004. My husband and I were looking to move back to Winnipeg after we were married and and starting to think about kids. So my first role in insurance was in living benefits pricing. So sounds like it could have been technical, but it was more of a focus on product enhancements and reinsurance treaties. So I was involved in a lot of projects, more so than involved in sort of the pricing and models. I have a real knack, they say, for organizing and cleaning up messes at home and at work. So I was tasked with getting our reinsurance treaties in order uh, in that role. That was a big part of it. I guess it did a good job because that role morphed into over time to be all things reinsurance, things like administration, uh, treaties, controls for both life insurance and living benefits. And then in 2014, I I, I just offered to help out with a project that was struggling in operations. It was a big project that we were launching at that time. And then once I got there and was working on that project and helping out, I didn't want to leave. I just really enjoyed being in operations. There was lots of juicy challenges to sink my teeth into. And then that project turned into an AVP role supporting new business operations, things like process, training, system support, quality assurance, those kinds of things. And then in 2017, that role grew to include not only insurance, but also wealth. All right. Can you provide an overview of your current responsibilities then? As you said in the intro, I'm the VP of Operations Strategy and Support for Individual Customer. I work in operations, obviously, where we have about 1,500 people working in five different operations from things like new business, client service, the call center, uh, and claims for both insurance and wealth. My boss calls operations the center of the universe, uh, and we like that very much, obviously, in our center of the universe, because almost everything we do as an initiative, whether it's a product initiative or an advisor initiative or or anything hits operations in that we need to make sure our people are ready to take on any of those changes and understand and support support the business uh, due to that change from that initiative. So I said strategy and support. So on the strategy side, I think of it like change the business type work. Um, Ops is full of really juicy challenges. There's lots of old processes that need re-engineering and lots of new and amazing technologies for automation and optimization. So we're having lots of fun picking the right opportunities and the best business cases for execution on the strategy side of things. On the support side of things, I think of it more like run the business work. So we're focused on keeping the wheels on the bus day to day regarding, you know, making smaller changes to processes due to changes from initiatives or continuous improvements making sure people are trained, making sure that our quality assurance uh, procedures are up to date for any changes that come about, and then obviously making sure that we are compliant. That's a bit about the role. Did you face any challenges as you transitioned into this non-traditional role? Hmm. I would say no, not really. I think I was meant to be in a non-traditional role from the get-go. 
I mean, I'll never regret all those hours of study that I did to become an actuary because they set an amazing foundation for the work that I really love doing. And I've been lucky in that my role has changed every few years since being in insurance. I've been just blessed with opportunities that presented themselves kind of just when I've been ready to try something new. So I'd say it's been a fairly smooth path to the non-traditional side. Okay, let's talk a bit more about that training. Uh, how did your skills and training as an actuary prove to be beneficial as you moved into this operational role? So studying to being an actuary has given me a really good base of knowledge in insurance and pensions that has really helped me to see the big picture. But at the same time, you can't study math and statistics and not be detail-oriented. So I find that mix of being weedy and detailed, along with the ability to see the big picture, has really been an asset in all of these non-traditional roles that I've picked up over the years. My team's often called upon to understand a complex problem within operation and drive out a solution and a business case and then influence action, i.e. get the funding to fix it and execute on it. So we really dig in deep and analyze a significant amount of data and sometimes have to make really educated assumptions where data doesn't exist. And then we have to roll it up into a very consumable, you know, small group of PowerPoint slides in order to influence the action that, that we want to take in order to execute on the project. So I have found these, these skills have come in handy time and time again. I also think part of the magic of our team is that we have leaders across operations with really different skill set. So we, uh, as a team, I find we are really good at recognizing what we're good at and where we need help. And so for many of the operations leaders that I work with, they grew up in a world that served not so much data and the focus really being primarily on driving customer service. So I have found that being an actuary in that environment where I can really help is in coaching the ops leaders, leaders to use the data and make some meaning out of some of the things that they might not immediately see in the data. So that's been a really positive part of my job. I love working in a team where we support each other and build off of each other's strengths. Now, when we were speaking a few weeks ago, planning this episode, you mentioned the Six Sigma program. So I was hoping you could tell us a bit about that and specifically how it might have appealed to those of us that have uh, mathematical or analytic interests. Yeah, for sure. I've found uh, lots of the actuaries that I work with at Canada Life have asked me lots of questions about Lean Six Sigma, for sure. So I myself hadn't heard of Lean Six Sigma until 2016 when we were working with a consulting group on a particular problem, and they showed us some of the benefits of this skill set. So I'm not sure I should admit it, but the first book I read on it was Lean Six Sigma for Dummies. It was a great introduction to, to the field. So just for background, Lean started in manufacturing uh, in Japan with Toyota and then in the US with Motorola, but it has lots of great applications in the finance industry. So at the highest level, Lean focuses on removing the different types of waste that you might find in a process. And Lean Six Sigma is more focused on uh, reducing defective outputs from a process. And there's lots of statistics in there in that process optimization and in the Six Sigma stuff, which you know lends itself really well to an actuary's training as well. So I have this team of Lean Six Sigma black belts and green belts, uh, and they're excellent at using these tools and techniques from the Lean Six Sigma program. You had asked me if I had experienced any challenges moving into a non-traditional role. And so I would say that one of my challenges before I had this team in place was that I was the one who usually ended up doing all the analysis and, you know, the one who needed to do the math. Now that I have this team in place, it's really been great because I have others on the team who, you know, can do the analysis and, and the math. I have found that being an actuary and working with Lean Six Sigma professionals has been really complimentary. Before we go, one final question. Do you have any advice to other actuaries who would like to make the leap onto a non-traditional career path? Take the leap. You won't regret it. 
I find the actuarial skill set is so versatile. And I think that in a non-traditional role, you can really pick up some tools for your toolbox that you might not otherwise have picked up in a more traditional role. That's great. Well, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure. We now have over 100 episodes in our podcast series, so we encourage you all to subscribe. You can do so through Spotify, Apple, or whatever platform you use to get your podcasts. And if you like today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating or a comment. And we would like to hear from you, so please send any suggestions or episode ideas to podcasts at cia-ica.ca. As well, we're always looking for content for our Seeing Beyond Risk blog. So if you have some ideas you would like to share, please contact us at seeingbeyondrisk at cia-ica.ca. Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli, and thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk.